I was thrown right into the fire. You learn a lot faster. And he put a lot way. of pressure on me. You have perfection, to. Perfection, perfection. I've been doing this Wednesday email. I highlight a lot of your stuff on this yeah. Wednesday email. And it's called my hump day deal. It goes out every Wednesday. This guy hounded me. There was, I think there was probably like 10 years where I never did an email right. It was, he would change every, any little word, whatever, you, you know, you forgot this or you need to do this better and constantly pushing me to, yeah. to, to do better than I thought was good. And mm-hmm. he never accepted good. He held me to a higher standard. And now I hold that to myself. He's like ingrained it to me. Yeah. So when I look at an email, I'm like, this just isn't good enough. But I've been, now it, it's easier because I've been doing it for almost yeah, 20 yeah, years sure. now. And it's fun now. But in the early stages, I dreaded Wednesdays doing the email. And what am I going to screw up this time? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it, it's, it's blessed me. The funny thing is, we talked about Brookhaven, and it's the same way, the same philosophy of Brookhaven. My right back has to be in this position at this time, yeah. every time. And when it's on, there's no room go. for error. Every yeah. time. You all right? You crying over there? He put it to my He's so excited. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are. Uh, he can't wait. Dry, you know? And then you go outside and I'm going to be holding the mic the whole time. <laughs> Back to me. Hi, guys. Welcome. We are at the United Soccer Coaches Convention in Philadelphia. Legends in the Dallas area. Soccer Innovations Legends. founders and owners. Jimmy Elder. Hello. Jeremy <laughs> Elder. Howdy. <laughs> Jimmy is also a national championship winning coach at Brookhaven. Yeah, go ahead and flash this that out. ring. Look at the side ring we get when you win the national yeah. title. Yeah. The, 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 the ring is worth a lot more than my income. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you don't take it off. I might have to snag that. I did not get a raise for winning this, trust me, but it is nice. So Jimmy is the original soccer innovations man. Jimmy, the Jimmy Ball, officially named after him. Oh, yeah. Jay Gold. Yep. Oh, is that right? Oh, I didn't okay. know that. Yeah, yeah. That makes so sense. I, I that made that sense. a little less, a little more subtle than the Jimmy <laughs> yeah. Ball. The Jimmy Ball. <laughs> I love that. But Jimmy is a catchy name. You know, it, it sticks with you. You know, you have the it's got a, it's Jimmy, got a ring right? Yeah, it is true. You know, it rolls yeah. off the tongue. Jimmy Riggett. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jerry Riggett. Yeah. yeah. People ask me all the time, are you Jimmy? Yes, I'm Jimmy. Yeah. That's me. It's my ball. As in Jimmy Ball. How come you didn't name the soccer wall after you? The Jimmy Wall? You know, because um, in the in the days we had soccer walls, shooting walls. Hey, let's make a soccer wall. You know, mm-hmm. training. And, and so I said, well, that's a perfect name, soccer wall. Little did I know, it's a horrible name. The <laughs> soccer wall. It's three words. And coaches don't say, go get the soccer wall out. Because it actually became a mannequin. It became right. more valuable as a mannequin. A Individual yeah, yeah. pieces. Mm-hmm. So, this, so they started to say, I'd, I'd come to this convention, I'd go in the bathroom, there's a coach next to me, goes, hey, aren't you the guy that made the blue man? <laughs> the blue man? And I heard the blue man, the blue man. Everybody started calling it the blue man. Uh-huh. So it's the soccer wall, but now I don't, it wasn't a great name. Bad choice <laughs> of names. Hey, well, it's... This, the sales will beg to differ, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. And our, and our real company name is called the Soccer Wall Company, and we DBA Legally. do business as Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's, oh, that's where cool. the mannequin comes into play in the logo, Okay, we are the Soccer Wall Company. Good, a good friend of mine in California who grew up here in Dallas coaching, mm-hmm. uh, he saw that I got in the business, and he wanted to get in the business, so he got a trade name called Soccer Innovations. And he goes, Jimmy, he called me one day, he said, Jimmy, this is not me, this is you. Why don't you take this name? 
I gave him 500 bucks for the name Soccer Bastard. <laughs> so that's a hell of a lot better name than the Soccer Wall. The so Soccer Wall. It is. I think the innovations I like part it a lot. of it yeah. has a lot, a lot of meaning it behind draws, it. It certainly draws attention. Yeah. For sure. It piques people's curiosity. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what are they innovating over yeah. there? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And you literally are. You're innovating mm-hmm. new products all yeah. the time. That's awesome. So it's a helpful in, in driving people to to our booth. Uh, if we're here at the United Soccer Coaches uh, Convention, and it drives people to our uh, brand, whether you're in if we're on Soccer.com or BSN or just to our website. When you're yeah. scrolling down, you see Soccer Innovations, and you're a high-end coach. You, know, you might you might just click on our website just because you want to see what what's maybe new or what's yeah. different out sure. there. Sure, it's a helpful helpful name in that sense. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and we've been happy to you know have been working with you guys for a number of years now, mm-hmm. and uh, been super fortunate that you guys have provided us with so much product. We've been able to like test out you know yeah. uh, and help you develop more or less, um, and so you know that's going to be something that we carry on forever definitely not going to be uh bringing in any other brands nah. you know soccer innovations for life for us it's I, funny that i dig the mannequin you put on your new jersey i was gonna i was about to mention oh yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, didn't yeah. even tell me that yeah. my uh pam who was uh, the we subtly threw that in there yeah. she showed me and i was yeah. like man sean or evan didn't even tell me that's <laughs> oh awesome. we're gonna be selling a lot oh, of that was sean's yeah, I yeah, dig yeah. A lot. It's yeah. Sean, yeah it's man. cool so, so uh, yeah, thank you yeah, absolutely because we're gonna have all our players training those as well so yeah oh there's randy we'll be getting out a lot randy waldrum uh was it two-time women's oh yeah yeah yeah, coach yeah, yeah. And, uh, Butchos, Butchos, and is the uh, Nigerian women's national team. Oh, coach. wow, he should be coaching in the World Cup coming up this year. Oh, so oh, wow, it's amazing! Huh. So, he's stopping by our booth. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you time it right, you'll uh, meet Randy Walton. Might have to catch I need him. to meet him, man. I'm not him on the pod. I know, I still need to run into I haven't seen Butch yet either, man. I think I'm gonna miss my Butch window. Yeah. He's if I see guy. him, I might jump this. Just He's a busy him. guy. Oh, I had yeah. some questions ready for him. If you don't come <laughs> and get these questions, I'm going to be a little bit irritated. His loss, right? But uh, anyways, yeah, so back to- obviously we could have done this podcast in Dallas, mm-hmm. but we're here, so we're going to do it right here. Oh, for right sure. Now. Yeah, this is exciting. Yeah. yeah. And uh, props to you guys for getting in here. Cause it's not just anybody, I think, that they just bring in here. You have, some, you have to have some kind of reputation. Yeah. They went and researched you and saw that you do a good job. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let... You know, Joe Blow in here. Yeah, I appreciate that. We we get, you know, compliments and things like that. I just know we could be doing so much more. Yeah. If we have, like, the manpower behind it mm-hmm. and the right people in place. Yeah. So why don't you guys yeah. start by just, I don't know, giving a background of how Soccer Innovations first got started and then kind of leading into when you passed it on to Jeremy. Okay. So back in uh, 2003, I had an idea to build a mannequin um, for training instead of a speed pole. And the only things that were on the market were the big heavy metal ones, and they're two, $300 a piece. Uh, couldn't put them in your car, couldn't travel. And I thought, today's day, days, they pop up these tents and everything. Yeah. It's got to be a way. So I had a friend of mine, an engineer, and we got to work on it, and we built prototype after prototype. It got to the point where it was getting really cleaned up and really nice, and coaches started to come over and say, hey, Jimmy, where did you buy that? And when I told them it's not available for sale, it's my prototype, it's my product, they would, they'd accuse me of lying. And I just told them to know where to get it. Yeah, you gatekeeper. And uh, Jeremy actually was a player at that time. He was a 17, 18-year-old player, and we had a great club team. And I would use them with, with these guys to learn about them, to learn about uh, how to use the mannequin, mm. the value of the mannequin, to be able to collapse it myself, to see how the coach could do it, and 
would, it would weigh a lot. And that's where it started. Uh, from there, I got a really good patent. I came to this USC show, with USC show, which was then the United the National Soccer Coach Association. Mm-hmm. Had a tiny booth. We were the busiest booth in the entire convention. People were coming up from Brazil and Europe, shaking my hand, saying, congratulations, you got the best product here. Mm-hmm. Sales started to roll in. Yeah. Working out of the house. And uh, we worked out of the house for a long time, my wife and I. And Jeremy would get home from school, and he'd, he'd go to the, the warehouse, Public pull the storage. box, <laughs> load them up, put the labels on them, UPS would yep. come in the back alley, pick up the boxes, and off they'd go. And that's how we started it. And, and once we got it started, all these things came to my mind about training kids and the things we needed to help them. That product I saw at Bayern Munich was similar to yeah. the ball. It, it, it left the market. I created something that was safer than what they had. And it took off, and then I had a collapsing portable goal. We, we need a full-size goal. We mm-hmm. don't have goals everywhere. We've got space, but all goals. I need something that a coach can afford uh, that's lightweight. It's all one piece. And so those those items were born and still are to this day. That's how we we, we create things. We see coaches like you guys, and, and we're out in the field, and we see we need something that will help the kids develop better, yeah. and faster. And that's where it all started. And from there... Jeremy, a graduate from college, um, we sent him to Switzerland for some, a little training for a couple of years. He came back and he's been working with us ever since. And he's kind of taken the baton from me now and uh, run doing all the hard stuff, the, the, the heavy lifting, which I got tired of doing. Oh, yeah, no. And so now I get to sit back point. and watch and, and be creative and mm-hmm. think of new things and tweaks of old things yeah. to, to keep us innovative and going forward. Nice. That's awesome. So, what, Jeremy, what, what do you think were your biggest challenges, like, first taking over? I think the, the largest challenges is when I transitioned into the business, the technology in the world was transitioning. So, my father was, the, the way to do it back in the day was snail mail. I mean, you, you sent catalogs, and that's how you mm-hmm. got your business. And they called you, and they ordered. Well, when I came around, uh, I got a marketing degree, and I... They, they teach you a lot about online and how to market online and the the new, I guess, method. You know, like when social media first came out, I mean, it was it was great, but there wasn't a business purpose to it, and it's evolved to where now social media is, is a great, yeah. plays a big part in overall sales or rep- representation of your business. It was the same from catalog transitioning into an e-commerce website. So my biggest challenge was I... I'm not a graphic designer, and I wasn't a web designer. I didn't know anything about websites, and I had to learn. And I, that was the first task I gave him: is fix our website. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, so it was a uphill this. challenge at that time. YouTube was not full of videos. I'm not even mm-hmm. sure if there was YouTube at that time. Um, so I, I really just had to trial and error, kind mm-hmm. of work through it. And then I realized over time, there's better platforms than what we had. Uh, we were able to afford a pawn shop a DSLR camera to actually take good-looking photos for the website. Yeah. Uh, things like that, uh, merchant services, learned a lot about shipping, mm-hmm. the, the cost of it, how to package it, and the logistics of it. And, and ultimately now you're almost reviewed on how fast you can get a product. Oh, if you sure. get it slow you go out there and you write a bad review if you get it fast the small portion of the people who do get it fast actually go and, and give you a review but everybody is happy it's more yeah. so on the on how you got it to them than what the product is sometimes it's not always the case 
but that's that's uh, what I had to learn just on the fly, and I, I made a lot of mistakes. Uh, but it, we all do. You know, I learned yeah. a lot from it, and it, it taught me how to get how to use Photoshop, Illustrator, uh, web platforms. Which ones are good? Which ones are bad? What payment services do people like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't have them all because it's, it's a lot of administration side on the finance side of different fees and, and having to plug that all into your software system. How to become more efficient. That was a real big gain that we made yeah. in the last three, four years. We were, there was human error involved in, mm-hmm. in order processing. And that slowed things down and it, it allowed for the human error of a paper being lost in, in, in translation. So now everything is automated. So when you place an order, that order goes straight to the warehouse, prints out the ticket, he goes with a pick list, grabs the product, brings it over, packages it up, and, and within, it's out of there. you know, almost an hour, you, we could have your product out the door from yeah. the XCPS. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's been a big help to minimize our costs so that we're able to put more money back into the business, into the yeah. products, so that we're not out of stock on high-demand things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a in today's world. It's, it's a challenge in supply chain. Yeah, you gotta well, have making it. those mistakes is how you learn. It's how you improve what you're doing. And I know I've learned a lot about like y'all's business just from having conversations with you that you know, I would have never even thought about. Which is the manufacturing process and supply chain issues like you talk about. And it's like, man, it, it, there's, there's a lot that goes into it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, actually opened up to you more than I really do anybody else. <laughs> you probably know it better than most, but we've had some, yeah. some good conversations mm-hmm. so that it helps you understand so we can work better together mm-hmm. when you when you know how our operation works and what are the, uh, the, the hard things to of the humps to get over so that we can both win and mm-hmm. succeed. Yeah. And uh, I just want to give you a, a big thank you to both you guys oh, wow. for Appreciate you. Uh, believing in us and mm-hmm. taking our product and making some really good content. And if you haven't seen it, you got to check out the Foodie Factory. Uh, what is it, foodiefactory.us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, check out their website and social media, man. They make killer, killer yep. marketing videos. Trying, man. Whichever ones you did with the Bullet Ball and the PK Pro 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, you love those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are nailing, like, polys <laughs> uh-huh. in the top corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we used to call it the six-incher, where you just hammer a ball right off yeah. six inches off the yep, yeah, yeah. on a, on yeah. a line uh-huh. yep. And you guys just have a beautiful I know, those were some of our... F- I mean, great music behind I know, you. those were fun to shoot. They took yeah. a while, though, at times. <laughs> well, listen, like, <laughs> yeah. everything that we've been able to do yeah, is... Yeah. is in large part, thanks to y'all's support. Oh, for sure, know? yeah, so yeah. So we've definitely appreciated yeah. you guys just as much. Yeah. So I'd say one thing I want to know is, like, so going into college, you said you got a marketing degree. Yeah. Was that kind of always the plan in your no. mind? Uh-uh. Not it at was- all. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Finance. finance. So I went finance uh, for three years and I got hurt in soccer. I had some leg issues. That yeah. I just went I don't think I could ever recover from them and give my full effort. Yeah. So I ended up having to... Uh, hang up the boots. Mm-hmm. I could not. I'm just not a watcher of soccer. No, for I have sure. To play. Yeah. And it would just eat at me. And 
and I didn't want to become depressed because I couldn't play, and I'm watching my team, and I want to help. I'm sure everybody knows that feeling when you're sitting on the bench and you want to be in there. It's the last 10 minutes of the game. It's a tied game. You're like, I just want to be in there. That's the only thing you want. So I transferred to Texas Tech, and (laughs) my father talked some sense into me, like, hey, you're going to come into the business. You've learned a little bit about finance. I wish I just stuck to finance. (laughs) It's a a key part of the business, so I I use a lot of the skills that I I used um, learning at Midwestern State University. And I (laughs) transferred over to Texas Tech. And I started marketing, which is a perfect combination if you're starting a small business to know finance and marketing. Yeah. You couldn't pick two better, because finance is economics, right? Mm-hmm. And accounting basically combined. So you're learning the economics, the accounting side, and in the business side of the marketing, you have to take your supply chain classes, your business management classes, mm-hmm. a lot of your basic essentials needed to start a business. So I got a well-rounded education. Yeah. Um, graduating from Texas Tech. So yeah, I, just went and set you up for it. To the Elder Academy. Yeah, Elder Academy. <laughs> School of Hard Knocks, learning from his mistakes, seeing yeah, yeah. as a kid. Uh, I did start at 15, and I know that because Soccer Innovations was one of my first jobs after refing soccer. And it's a good first job to have. to buy my first pickup truck. Uh, oh, nice. And so that's how I remember I just turned 16. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we took you to Munich, and we, we won an award in Munich for the, it's called Brand New Award for a mannequin. Okay. For brand new ideas and concepts. Mm-hmm. It's a sporting convention. So we took Jeremy and a teammate to demonstrate how to bend it over the wall yeah. Yeah. during the convention. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's 16. I, yeah. I remember we were at Tasco one time. We were outside, and we needed sales at that time. We were down to the to the wire. Of, of cash flow, and we needed to perform here for all these coaches. And mm. I go up, and I have the free kick of my life. And I bend it <laughs> perfectly around just one, this just ball, just one, uh, around the wall, and I put it in an upper ninety. <laughs> and he goes, you know, he has the microphone. He does really well on the microphone. That's a wrap. And <laughs> don't even kick it again. And I was like, I don't even want to kick it. Again. No, yeah, yeah. I just want to walk away, uh-huh. mic drop, and be done with it. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was when I, you retired, huh? Yeah, yeah we, we had his club team. They were great. And so they did all the demos. I showed everyone how to use a mannequin, dribbling, passing, tactical. Mm-hmm. And we ended with free kicks. And I'm thinking, you guys better not butcher this. We oh, yeah, this yeah. Song. You better not butcher this. Uh-huh. So wax one, top corner. That's a wrap. It's over. <laughs> Order's right here. You wouldn't believe the people came running. Oh, I bet. The That's straight out of a movie. Yeah, I bet. Catalog. It, we, uh-huh. we ran out of catalogs. It was phenomenal. Yeah. So what, what year was it when you officially passed it on to Jeremy? Um, I think uh, when I started Brookhaven is when uh, I officially stepped away and said, uh, "You guys run it. I'll be here in case you need me." Yeah, that was, was twenty. That was twenty fifteen. Okay, because you did part time Brookhaven. Yeah, and with part time, uh, you, you were back and forth between soccer innovations and Brookhaven. And once you went full time, uh, I think that's when I fully took the wheel. Yeah, we've we've kind of been training him. Because, you know, selling, marketing is one thing. Being a soccer player is one thing. But managing cash flow, debt, Butch loans, yeah. sales this month versus paying the bills, the light bills, insurance. That's really, really tough. And we have a, uh, a spreadsheet that uh, is not easy. You don't, they don't really teach you this stuff in college. And so I think he's when he, when he learned that, 
uh, it was to me the most valuable part because now he could really run the day to day and understand what we're looking for, what we have to have. Yeah, you'd be surprised. So you got to have an office, got to have insurance, got telephones, you have to have computers, websites, and product, and people you're paying before you make your first sale. And it takes a lot of sales to make up for that first month, and so it takes years, and you just really have to be really There's just so many overhead costs that come along with yeah, running a business, kind of business like yours. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It wasn't easy. We had some really, really difficult years where I had to get on my hands and knees, basically, because we couldn't get a loan from the bank. And uh, I had to go to, to really good friends, and that's really hard. Yeah. Um, but, but we did it. We made it happen. And, and when when we when our back was pushed against the wall, something would always come through. A container out of Europe. Or it's something. funny how that works, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been in very similar situations, and it's like when you think that you're like underground, something just brings you back up, you know. And you just got to keep going, keep being positive, and. Yeah. Keep doing the work that you got to do, you know. Yeah. Just so. like a little soccer player, can't give up. Got to keep going. Keep exactly. Going. There's gonna be setbacks, but you gotta just gotta keep going. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. So, let's shift gears and talk about Brookhaven a little bit more because you've been very successful. You won three national t- titles, right? Four? Oh, my fault. Get it right. Get it right, Sean. My fault. Get it right. We won in 2022. It was our first back-to-back. Nice. That's amazing. Cool. So, so obviously, when you took over, it, it was it was it was not like you know, a national championship contending program. So what are, like, the things that you had to put in place to get to that level? Well, we inherited a program that was was almost a recreational program. They had never won anything, never yeah. a conference, never a conference, never even competed for one, Never certainly not a trip to the nationals. And so the first thing we did was we looked at the player personnel and realized this is this is not it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Dallas, as you know, is a hotbed for soccer. So we figured out what are the demographics, what kind of uh, student athlete, what kind of soccer player here in Dallas would like to go to a junior college and be a part of uh, a great program uh, with a, a great coaching staff, a great training program, and a great future. That's all we had to sell was future. And so we hit the ground, and given my background in the business, soccer innovations, and my background as a player in in Texas, my background as a high school coach and a club coach, I went to all my contacts and I said, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone that, for whatever reason, cannot leave home, doesn't want to leave home the Dallas area to go to school number two. Maybe they're not getting the scholarship they deserve. They can't afford to go to a school that's offering a scholarship. Number three is a really good player. Number four, maybe their grades aren't yeah. good enough to get in. That's what I'm looking for. You got anybody. And everybody will say something. They'll At say, least one or two. Somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what we did, we hit all the high school games, all the club games. We talked to all the managers. We talked to all the coaches. We'd see a player, we'd just go talk to him. We'd go yeah. talk to him, introduce ourselves. Um, I, had, I had a lot of talking to do because I had to convince a really bunch of good players to come play for me, and I had nothing to show them yeah. other than uh, a program that was – yeah. So I had to do some real good selling. Unfortunately, we had a lot of really good players that said, hey, I, I believe in you, Coach. Mm-hmm. I, I like what you're doing. I like what you're saying. 
I, I, I'd be going to their games. I'd be sitting there with their parents in the stands. And so the parents felt really good. We do a really good job when we bring the parents in because the parents see us. They look at my background. They see all my pictures of Dallas Cup champions on the wall, the <laughs> national team. Yeah. And, stuff. and they have faith. And so a lot of times it's the parent that says, hey, this guy, you need to go play for this guy. Yeah. So we built our first team the very first year. Um, we knocked off the, the, the local uh, competitor who's it's a traditional powerhouse. Yep. And we went to the national tournament. We finished third with a bunch of freshmen. Mm-hmm. That was the first year. That was our first year. Wow. Oh, wow. And we've been rolling ever since. We just, you know, we're, my assistant coach, Robert Williams, is uh, just as passionate as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, we love success. We love to develop a team. We, we love to mentor these kids on and off the field. Um, it's not easy. A lot, of, a lot of high school nights, Tuesday, Friday nights, weekend games, yeah. club games. It's, takes a lot of time, you know, we have to invest in it, um, and we have to get a lot of rejection, a lot of no's, no, For sure. no, no, I'm getting a scholarship offer here, I'm getting a scholarship offer here, we don't have scholarships to offer. Yeah. That's so, the most difficult part. That's the challenging part. Fortunately, our school is very affordable, so usually they're going to they're gonna pay less, even if they got a 50%, 60% scholarship to a big school, they're going to pay less coming to us. Yeah. And a lot of kids want a success, and once we mm-hmm. start getting success, we can start saying... All-American would be very good for you on your resume as a, as a young lady. Oh, yeah. Um, our kids are going on to four-year schools on much higher scholarships than they would have gotten as a freshman mm, Yeah. Because now they've got two years of championship experience. We play the NCAA Division II teams, Division three teams, and AI teams in all the preseasons. And we compete at, I would say, the middle to low NCAA Division II level yeah. with freshmen and sophomores, and they got Mm. So yeah, exactly. we're a very competitive team, and uh, that's kind of how, how we built it. Uh, psychologically, we bring them in and let them know we're champions here. We're walking to a championship program. Most of them have never won a championship. Almost all of them want to win a championship. Yeah. And we tell them, you know, championship You'll remember program. that forever, you know. Yeah, and then, as we tell them, it's not going to be easy. This is what you're going to run into. A, B, C, D. These are your obstacles. This is how we push through it. At the end of the day, this is what you have, and we show them this beautiful little ring. And you know oh, that's how a really beautiful ring. Jewelry. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. They will fight. <laughs> they will fight for this ring. Yeah. I bet you wear that all season long, huh? I love my ring because um, <laughs> you know a lot of places you get you get a raise or a bonus if you do something good. Yeah. In soccer, all you get is a trophy. Yeah. 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 But I was I was on the flight here. I shouldn't say this, but Shells Hyman was with me. Okay. Shells Hyman has done Trying to get him on, too, if you can uh, give me his number I'll, I'll, or something. Yeah, I, I can hook you yeah. up. That'd be cool. Shells has done everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. SMU, Eastern Illinois, MLS. Grand Canyon, the, right? The, the final for the MLS. Yeah, Grand Canyon, yeah. And there was another few guys that were coaches, college coaches, mm-hmm. big-time coaches. I was the only one with, with <laughs> a championship ring. And got to wear um, all four at the same time. You know, I've, I've <laughs> learned one thing that... It's all relevant. Mm. Whether you coach rec and win a championship, whether mm-hmm. you coach club and win a national title. It means the same. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the same feeling. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable. For sure. And these girls, I tell all my recruits when they walk in, it's that every girl that's come into our program has got a ring. Every girl that's come into our program has got a ring. Oh, that's efficient. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and I asked them, I said, do you know of anyone else in Texas, soccer girls, that have these rings? A&M have one? Nope. UT? Nope. Bryce? Nope. Look around the list. Division no one, one does. Nope. Division two? Nope. Division three? Nope. Nope. NAIA? Nope. Nobody. Guess who does? Brookhaven. That's crazy. You want a ring? You'll have this ring the rest of your life. Yeah. That's we'll a great way to put it life. in perspective, mm-hmm. for sure. That's for sure. 
outstanding statistic. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Like Every girl that, that would sell me. <laughs> I definitely go. Man. Yeah. That's hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sign me up, coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, yeah. We paint a really pretty picture, and we work them hard, and uh, it's a challenge for them. Um, and that's why, for for my my staff and I, we have to produce a champion because if we don't. They've sacrificed so much. We've asked yeah. them to sacrifice so much. So there's a lot of stress on me when we go to the national tournament because I'm thinking, well, I got them here. It's a $50,000 trip free of free of charge. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful trip. It's a wonderful trip. But if we don't win the ring, the championship, I've worked them so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's the final gift I have to give them. If, yeah. if I give them that gift, they will remember me, the program. Mm-hmm. They'll talk about soccer the rest of their lives. Yeah, exactly. And so that's our goal. Mm-hmm. So never disappointed. We we have unfortunately, as we always tell them, disappointment's part of it. You can't win every year. No, no, that's you can't. why it's so special when you do. Mm-hmm. It is special. Yeah. That's why you play the game. Yeah. That's why, that's the why game. they play the game so freaking hard yeah. because they know this is maybe the only chance I ever get yeah. to be in this national tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like how you paint the JUCO as well because it's like a lot of people see it as like not a good option yeah. for them, or they see it as like a negative connotation negative with it type of thing. But I mean, even looking back, like when I was playing, like that's something that I 100% could have done as well. Obviously, my path turned out differently, but you know, I mean, it definitely has its benefits because I had teammates or we know of players who they were really good, but their grades weren't the best. And so instead of just stopping playing, they can find a home at like a JUCO under a coach yeah. like you and then still keep the career going and it can kind of straighten them out in a sense. Yeah. So we've actually put players into the Mexico and professional league. Um, we've got girls that have gone to full rise at D2 schools. We have mm-hmm. um, girls that have gone to Division One NCAA schools. So nice. we have some really, there's some really talented kids out there that yeah. go undiscovered in the club mm-hmm. system exactly. because of their home environment or their culture or their they can't afford to pay the club fees or yeah. they haven't quite developed yet. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, boom, there they are. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So obviously, you have the players for two years, and then. Like, do most of them then take that next step, or do you see that a lot of them, like, finish their career when they're done with you? We, that's a that's a great question because girls are so different than boys. Yeah, that's boys why need sport. Right. We need that's, it's that testosterone. So it's like there's only one it. option for boys. It's like, what's yeah. next? What's They'll next? They'll do anything yeah. for sport, for camaraderie, for teamwork. Yeah. Girls aren't like that, but um, most of our players do want to go on and play. And most of them do go play, and if they want to go on, they're going to go somewhere and get some money because playing for us, they're good enough. Yeah. Uh, then we have some that just, they're so focused on their field of study. We have a lot of medical students, uh, nurses, and they, they say, you know, Jimmy, I've had two years, great soccer, I've got a ring. I want to. I want to. I want to make sure I get my nursing degree, and I don't want any distract. It's hard to get into nursing school. Yeah. And so we have. It's a. It's. It's, it's almost a 50-50 split. It's not Girls bad. Can walk away and be content and satisfied. Yeah. Guys, man, we nope. hang on for dear life forever. Yeah. I'm still uh-uh. missing those college days. Right. Yeah. Thanks. You know? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And it, if you can, if you can pass them on with either the foundation to be successful at the next level, or the foundation to just be successful in life. That's a win. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're really proud of that. Um, we, you know, t- t- these girls are our national team, my coaching staff, and they're our, our stepdaughters. We give them the absolute best advice and training we can give them um, because we know they're going to grow and they're going to grow fast. Our training is really good. It's very modern, very fast-paced, a lot of ball touches. And so they grow tremendously in our program. A lot of them have come from programs where they didn't have real sophisticated coaching, but yeah. they have talent. So they grow very quickly. And so most of the coaches know now 
if they're coming out of Brookhaven, they're going to know how to play. They're going to know modern tactics. They're going to mm -hmm. be. They're going to know hard fitness. Be they're technical. Gonna, they're they're going to be technical players. Smart yeah. players. Good players. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolutely. I think a lot of what you said when you, when you said that the, some of the 50-50, some go on to play and some go on to their career, I don't think they came into, as a, uh, into your freshman class thinking that way. I think you build a lot of maturity and life advice into them so that they can actually make that adult decision. Instead of just, I'm sure it would probably be easy just to drop out. Oh, After yeah. two years, now you got to go and find another school uh, or go and, and find another school for the career that you want, whether it's soccer or the career. That, that takes maturity uh, to go and do. After you already have a national championship ring, a lot of these people think that's it. Yeah. Uh, I've made it. Now I'm just going to go on to my career. But you've built a uh, maturity in them that they are beyond their years of uh, ex I don't know, it's professionalism, experience, and I, I can attest to that. I, I, he got me started so early in life that I'm 35 now, but I feel like I have the knowledge of a 45-year-old yeah. because it's I started wise. at 15, yeah, yeah. and when I got out of college, I jumped into a, a real position with real responsibility, whereas, yeah. you know, you go into the corporate world, you got a thousand people above you. Yeah, it's not you all on you at all. you work your way yeah. up. I mean, you're a... You're taking, you're delivering mail or getting coffee or, <laughs> or doing all the labor side of it. And I was blessed to have the opportunity to, to travel the world. I've been yeah. to almost every continent um, and multiple times. I got business visas to go, you name it, I got it, where all the manufacturing is. Uh, and I learned other languages and mm -hmm. how other people's lifestyles are. Yeah. And most people don't get to experience, the, experience that until they're... I think most people really see success in their mid-30s. Probably, yeah. To be honest, if and you always have people who are lawyers or doctors who kind of jump right into the scene, but majority of people aren't like that. They have mm -hmm. to work their way into a career, and as did I, but I I was thrown right into the fire. You learn a lot faster. He put a way. lot of pressure on me. You have perfection, to. Perfection, perfection. I've been doing this Wednesday email. I highlight a lot of your stuff on this yeah. Wednesday email, and it's called my hump day deal. It goes out every Wednesday. This guy hounded me. There was, I think there was probably like 10 years where I never did an email right. It was, he would change every, any little word, whatever, you, you know, you forgot this or you need to do this better and constantly pushing me to, yeah. to, to do better than I thought was good. And mm -hmm. he never accepted good. He held me to a higher standard. And now I hold that to myself. He's like ingrained it to me. Yeah. So when I look at an email, I'm like, this just isn't good enough. But I've been now it, it's easier because I've been doing it for almost <laughs> yeah, 20 yeah, years sure. now. 15, 15 years, or, mm -hmm. yeah, give or take 15, 17 years, uh, and it's fun now. But in the early stages, I dreaded Wednesdays doing the email and what am I going to screw up this time? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
but it, it's, it's blessed me for sure. Mm-hmm. The, the funny thing is, we talk about Brookhaven, and it's the same way, the same philosophy of Brookhaven. My right back has to be in this position at this time, yeah. every time. And when it's on, There's you no room go for error. every yeah. time. And if it's not on, uh, you got to stay. And if you get up the field and we lose it, you got to get back. Uh-huh. And uh, swingers, you got to heels on the chalk, not three feet in, not two feet in. We need that extra two feet of space to slip that ball through. And you're not creating it unless, you know. And so it's detail after detail mm-hmm. after detail that you see the great teams and the great players execute and perform. And um, that's one of the God's gifts he gave me is to, to be a bulldog and not let up. A lot of yeah. people say, oh, she's not going to get it. I just forget it. Let's move. Let, her, let her stay inside. But yeah, yeah. I'll stop it every single time. <laughs> you know? Okay, next. Yeah, yeah. You try it. See if you can get your heels on the chalk. And so it's, it's, it's very tough on the, on, on the players because they've never had a coach like that. Yeah, it's so demanding. You know? But when they get to the championship game, they're like, oh, my God, coach. Oh, yeah, it really thank matters. Thank you so much. You know, we couldn't have done it without all the details. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It's part of life. It's part of your business. It's yeah. part of your, your development of players. It's part of your programs. It's part of our business. Mm-hmm. It's part of my yeah. Brookhaven College Soccer Team. Sure. Man, that's a great message to, to end this yeah, episode sure. on, I think. Attention to detail, man. So you're going to take over uh, Brookhaven, too, at some point? <laughs> His passion is in coaching. My passion is in the equipment. I, like I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the youth better, uh-huh. the equipment level. Yeah. Uh, and today, there's so many good, experienced coaches who started so young. Yeah. I would be behind the eight ball trying to get true. into the, yeah, that's true. the, the coaching era. I yeah. have a lot of experience under him, mm-hmm. being coached by him my whole life, going to all his games. But my true passion is making soccer. Slanging equipment. products. Yeah. Slanging products. <laughs> Finding the, the problem that coaches have yeah. and a solution for them. Nice. Hell yeah. It's the ultimate win for me. There you go. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for having us. Uh, you've done a great job with Footy Factory in Dallas, and a lot of young kids. They're they're very lucky to have you as an thank organization. Thank you so much. Appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thanks to you guys again. Like yeah. obviously, like I said before, you know, y'all support has helped us out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely going to be soccer innovations for life. And if you guys are listening and need equipment, there's no better company to work with in soccer innovations. You're going to find anything you need. Everything. It's be good, high quality get good customer service especially if you're in dallas and you're local yeah uh that's a big benefit for us oh, as for sure. well yeah. so let's pop on um, in um so yeah appreciate you guys coming on and looking forward to stopping by your booth here pretty uh well i guess it's in a couple hours right yeah, yeah. yeah. tonight yeah, nice nice yeah, so i heard something about beer as well is that true oh. beer, baby. Yeah, beer. Yeah. there's beer i'll be there for sure yeah man <laughs> run on fumes it's gonna get me back yes. <laughs> probably need to get some food before then that's fair could be dangerous yeah that's true Hey, appreciate yeah. you guys. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Appreciate thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Right. it as always. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Doing good stuff, man.